Welcome to Thriving Within, a bi-weekly podcast loaded with health information and interviews designed to motivate and empower you. My name is Elaine Hedden, and I'm a holistic physical therapist with over 20 years experience empowering patients to reverse diagnoses such as high cholesterol, diabetes, obesity, and hypertension with diet, movement, manual therapy, and other natural methods. Before starting any health journey, let your primary healthcare practitioner know of your intentions. Always remember, your doctor works for you, not the other way around. I work for my patients, they are my boss, and I get hired and fired every day. I always encourage my patients to ask questions and be involved with their health care. The more involved you are with your health, the more empowered you will be to make health care decisions that are right for you. When it comes to our health, one size fits one. We are living in a time more than ever that requires precision medicine and quality health care designed for each individual. Please like, share, and subscribe. Thanks for joining me and start thriving within today. Welcome to the first edition of Thriving Within. My name is Elaine Hedden and I'm a physical therapist with over 20 years experience. And the goal of my podcast, of this podcast, is to ultimately give you tools, give you information that will empower you. Too often I have patients that really feel disempowered. They feel like there's nothing that they can do. They don't know how they're going to feel any better. Kind of uh, a mindset of resignation. Very often they will come to me, uh, my patients, and just feel resigned. Like this is as good as my life is going to get. I don't see how I can improve. And time after time, year after year, now decade after decade, I have seen patient after patient just um, improve, uh, change their life for the better over and over, and many times in very powerful ways. So it's wonderful. I feel blessed. I thank God for what I have been able to do. But part of me is, you know, how can I reach out to more than one person at a time? Uh, It's wonderful to have that one-on-one relationship, uh, working with each individual, but is there a way that I can reach out to to others uh, and to help? And maybe in a way, uh, maybe if there's people out there that can't necessarily afford Um, medical intervention you know how can I give my expertise and share that either in video format or in this radio format so I do have a video format uh, a YouTube channel it's called action potential PT again that is action potential PT and on there there's health tips that uh, are for for anyone. Now, of course, get advice from your healthcare practitioner before beginning any exercises or any health changes to your body. But everything there is for free, is accessible. 
um, because I believe each of us are to take our gifts that we have and share them with the world, not necessarily for profit or money, but to share because that's that's how we as as a society as as a as an organized body that's how we can level up that's how we can make it to the next level so there's this podcast there's action potential pt on youtube and you can always go to my website and that's going to have everything collectively there. And uh, that address is barefootwellness.com. And that is spelled like the animal, bear, rar, <laughs> B-E-A-R-F-O-O-T. So barefootwellness.com. And everything is housed uh, right under there, uh, kind of under the umbrella. And then speaking of umbrellas, I was on my way to the studio to make this podcast and here in Alaska right now we're kind of in a season where we're having a lot of rain and I love the rain rain is is a gift we need it it's very important but it sort of gave me kind of a theme for today's first podcast and that that rain is if you think about rain and an umbrella. So an umbrella, what does it do? What is it designed to do? The goal of the umbrella is to protect you from the rain. And right now, you know, more than ever, you, my patients, you know, me, everyone, we need to surround ourselves in under an umbrella of positivity and listening to podcasts, reading books, anything that's positive and helpful is where our focus needs to be. So if you um, kind of think of the the analogy, uh, again, I love rain, (laughs) but if you think of the rain and being out and just being out in the world and being rained down upon with negativity from every outlet, not only other people's energy, but the energy that is emitted from our electronic devices. That's another discussion we'll have on EMFs, but the words and the resonance that's coming out. So maybe if you, you know, watch the news, um, what kind of energy is coming out? from that broadcast and uh, it's interesting most of my patients don't know the acronym what new the word news and where that comes from and news ultimately is an acronym n-e-w-s it's an acronym for north east west and south and the original idea of news is uh, was to see information from all perspectives and I have a new acronym of negative energy woes and sorrow so I have patients that they just they say I have to watch the news I have to know what's going on so what I try to encourage them I never tell people what to do I just try to give them 
information, and then they can make that decision. So I, I encourage them, if you do have to tune in to that negative energy consisting of woes and sorrow, primarily, uh, that's really every outlet. It doesn't matter if it's Fox. It doesn't matter if it's CNN. Um, that's what that energy is because it sells. It's, we're, we're hardwired to... Um, because our bodies are trying to protect ourselves, so we are hardwired and designed to find threats and to protect ourselves. And there will be a cascade of hormones that come, you know, if, uh, if we are, you know, in Alaska, <laughs> we can be on the trail and have this huge bear right in front of us or a moose. And there's a cascade of stress hormones that are released in that sympathetic system and that fight or flight system that need to be released to to save ourselves. So it's on a micro scale, but some of that same cascade of hormone is going on when we're watching the news or being rained on with this negativity. So I encourage my patients to consider if you're if you have to watch the news, try to watch it with a critical eye and with a critical mind and to ask yourself two questions. What is this program trying to get me to think and how, how is this program trying to make me feel? So if you can remember to have those critical thinking skills and that is truly under this umbrella of positivity to be a critical thinker to look at all sides of an issue to ask yourself what is this program what is this person what are what are they trying to get me to think how are they trying to get me to think and how are they trying to get me to feel you're going to be in just such a more protected position. You're, you're going to be able to see maybe if there's, is this truly information or is there maybe an, an agenda behind that information? So, so surround yourself with that positivity. Be under that umbrella of positivity every day because it's very easy if you don't protect yourself to become saturated in this rain of negativity, be it from other people, be it from what you find online or on the television or even radio. So surround yourself with that, that positivity every day. Protect yourself. Get under that umbrella of positivity. Surround yourself with friends. Uh, your employment. I cannot tell you over 20 years how many patients I've encouraged. Maybe you need to look into another job. Sometimes jobs are very toxic. Maybe certain people that they work with are toxic and you have to address these toxicities. And sometimes it takes courage and Sometimes it takes nerve, uh, 
Uh, but ultimately, at some point, you have to feel empowered enough or strong enough to to take on these challenges. So if you're sick or if you're not well, you just don't have the strength to fight. So So there's just a certain order. So you want to work on what is termed primal healing. Uh, I like to think of it as uh, intuitive primal healing and start there. And that's starting with the basics. So primal healing, there's, there's really three, three main components to uh, primal healing. And some of it kind of stems from an engineering term, engineering terms of control systems theory. But then that really stems back to these ancient, these beautiful ancient practices of healing. So much in in the Old Testament, thousands of years old, there's so many healing modalities in Ayurvedic medicine. There's so many ancient healing modalities, acupuncture. I really feel, I really believe in my heart of hearts that science will come to a day where they will be able to provide scientific evidence evidence-based information showing the evidence of the wisdom of ancient healers from all cultures, from all walks of life. I really believe that's going to happen. Uh, and we're in that shift right now. We're, uh, I've often heard very wise doctors uh, talk about the time that we're in right now as um, labor pains. Uh, we're going, you know, on labor, it, it's different for everyone. And some uh, go through labor very quickly. Some are very, very prolonged. So I think we're in a prolonged, um, prolonged labor pains. But once we get through this, I think there's going to be a manifestation of some very beautiful energy, some very beautiful concepts, and some very, very beautiful entanglements. There, there's just going to be connections made that we've never seen before. But it's going to take courage, and it's going to take nerve, and maybe going into the face of questioning, maybe a narrative, kind of asking questions of the the popular opinions um just just be just be have that courage to to ask questions because i love questions i tell all my patients on the first time that we perform an initial evaluation that i don't work for the insurance company and i don't work for their employer i work for them i work for the patient and i get hired and fired every day so I want them to ask me questions. I want them to be critical thinkers, even with me, with everything they hear, because that's going to empower them. I really believe in empowering 
my patients. So uh, just just that word of encouragement of continue to ask questions because that's ultimately going to empower yourself. Sometimes it feels like oh, if I ask so many questions and I get all I get bombarded with information. And then then that can feel disempowering. And sometimes we can get information overload and I absolutely agree. But when you come, bring it back to the basics, bringing it back to the basics. So, so in these ancient practices, uh, specifically Ayurveda or Siddhar, and I believe that is spelled S-I-D-D-A-H-R or A-R. So Dr. Shiva Ayaduri, he has, uh, he's brilliant and I've, I've gotten a lot of education from him from this kind of ancient um, non-western perspective and he bridged in his PhD work he graduated from MIT but he bridged this ancient uh, Indian practice of medicine which his grandmother did and hopefully I can interview him one day we'll see Uh, but his grandmother practiced Siddhar she was an ancient healer and he bridged that practice that he saw his grandmother who had no formal training she didn't go to a western university Uh, she was a from what I understand from him basically a a peasant a a farmer uh, in the deep south of India and I think it was rice and they she would work 12, 14, 16 hours a day in the rice fields and then on weekends, and he was a young boy, he would see on weekends his grandmother, the village, these just these villagers lining up. And she would do face, part of the siddhar was face reading. Reading someone's face and coming up with a one-size-fits-one diagnosis, essentially, uh, what their, she would conclude what their physiological issue was, or maybe emotional, or physical, or mental, or spiritual, and she would prescribe herbs, or massage, or exercise. Uh, she would have been a fascinating woman to meet. So, so he grew up in this environment, comes to America, goes to uh, MIT, uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, gets his PhD in biological systems. And he sees this connection of systems, of these control systems, these engineering terms, and what his grandmother was doing. So the concepts of vata, pitta, and kapha. So that's the ancient, ancient concepts of vata, pitta, and kapha. So kapha, kind of in our mindset, those words mean nothing to most of us. But in kind of our Western world, so kapha, if you think of it as 
like the storage, the storage vessel. So if you have a bowl of, of oatmeal, that bowl is the storage container. If you have your hot water heater in your house, the kapha or the storage is that hot water heater, the heater itself. So in our bodies, our kapha, the, the most important component, there's three components, the most important component, our kapha, our storage, our vessel, is our sleep. We can go weeks without eating, but we can only go days without sleep. So you, so that, that storage is that sleep. The other two primal, primal healing components of storage is ingestion or eating. What we eat, what we ingest is, is input. And that can be food, that can be fluids, that can be alcohols, that can be drugs, that can be vaccinations that anything that goes into our system is kind of in that eating because there's a certain amount of conversion and that conversion is is the pitta of of the body of this ayurvedic or siddhar system of the 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 pitta is the conversion and it's fascinating if you think about it if you eat say spinach, you eat some spinach, there's this miraculous designed process in the body that can take that spinach and take those, those particulates, those, those molecules, uh, chinops, generally, pretty much 98% of our bodies, uh, so chinops is an acronym that stands for carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, oxygen, phosphorus and sulfur that is 98% of what we are are those basic molecules and there's there's a very small percentage of manganese lithium uh, magnesium these these other elemental minerals so you take this spinach ingest it you bring it into your vessel into your kapha into your body and there's this miraculous conversion process this pitta this ability to convert that spinach into muscle cells, into heart cells, into hair, into skin. It's amazing. It's, and the more I study the body, and I've been studying the body 30 years now, the more I study, the more I learn, the more I'm absolutely amazed and intrigued. So you take that food, you take that pitta, and you convert in your vessel, and in that vessel, again, if you think of the three, so we're on two, so you, your kapha, most important component, is your sleep, and then what we ingest, or what we bring in, or input into that kapha, into that system, into your body. And then lastly, on the, the three primal, uh, primal healing, primal healing 
is what we're talking about under this umbrella of positivity. The third is movement. So I, I, a lot of my patients don't like to exercise. Uh, a lot of people don't like the word exercise. So, uh, so I try, I try to th- put it again in more of a positive framework for those patients. So movement is a little bit more of a word with a little more neutral resonance uh, because we all need to move. You know, we, we, it's just something that we do every day if we're able. Um, even if you are in a wheelchair, you're still moving. There's cellular movement. There's respiratory movement. Movement ceases when we cease from this plane, when we pass, which the last time I checked, we are 100% terminal. As far as I know, last time I checked, every human being is terminal. So I'm terminal. There will be a day that movement will cease. Uh, so, so movement, it can be exercise. Uh, it can be breath work. It can be movement of thought, of the mind. Neurogenesis in the mind. So, uh, so there's sleep, ingestion, or eating, or movement, or exercise. And that movement in the Ayurvedic system, from what I've learned from Dr. Shiva, is uh, vata and kind of in our western terms is transport so sort of in that let's use the hot water analogy the hot water heater again is your kapha is your storage it's kind of the most important thing otherwise you can't store hot water and then your conversion so we're trying to take water that's cold and here in Alaska, the water that comes into the tap is about 47 degrees. It's very cold here. So something has to convert and add energy to that water to, to heat it up to whatever, 110 or 105. So that is the, the conversion. Uh, that's that heating element in that hot water vessel. And then the transport how you move that water into your house so when you turn on your faucet it's kind of this cool process hey here's some hot water those pipes in your house are the transport system or the vata there's a flow so the body has to flow so that's where that movement comes in that's where that flow comes in So if I have a patient or if you feel just overwhelmed with your health, you want to come back to primal healing. And that primal healing are those three basic ancient concepts, whether you go into biblical scripture, whether you go into non-Western philosophies, religions, Ayurveda, acupuncture, Chinese medicine, all of these ancient practices come down to primal healing of those three components of the body system. 
And again, that is your storage, your vessel, your body, your sleep. It's imperative that you get that sleep. Your ingestion, what you're eating, that's going to be your conversion. And that ability to convert is critical. And then your, your vata, the movement, the flow. All three of those, kapha, pitta, vata, storage, conversion, movement. They're, they're, all, they're all critical. So how, how do you tap into that primal healing? How do you know what to do? So our next episode, I will focus on, well, how, where do I start? How do I tap into that? Um, so I'll, I'll discuss further um, how you do tap into that. So tune in next time. My goal is to have this as a bi-monthly podcast. So every two weeks, tune in and learn, educate yourself, because when you educate yourself, you will empower yourself. And when you empower yourself, you will be thriving within. So thanks for joining me today and tune in next time. Thanks again.